Hey, hey, welcome to Coffee and Devotions this Friday morning, August 14th. This is where every weekday morning at 9 a.m. and on the weekends before my kids wake up, you and I, we get together, we have some coffee, we get into God's Word, and we grow in our love for the Lord together. This year, 2020, we'll make it through all the Gospels. Well, this morning we are at Luke chapter 4, beginning at verse 38. Luke 4, beginning at verse 38, and we'll read through verse 44. Why don't we go ahead and have some coffee, pray, and get into God's Word. Let's pray. Oh Lord, we thank you so much for the blessing it is that your mercies are new every morning, that your compassions fail not. Lord, we thank you that you gave us life this morning. We thank you that you gave us your word. We thank you that you sent your only begotten Son. And we pray now that we would listen. In Jesus' name, amen. Luke chapter 4 beginning at verse 38. Here we go. Now when he arose from the synagogue and entered Simon's house, but Simon's wife's mother was sick with a high fever, and they made requests of him concerning her. So he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she arose and served him. When the sun was setting, all those who had at who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him, and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. And demons also came out of many, crying out, saying, You are the Christ, the Son of God. And he rebuked them. He did not allow them to speak, for they knew that he was the Christ. Now when it was day, he departed and went into a deserted place. And the crowd sought him and came to him and tried to keep him from leaving them. But he said to them, I must preach the kingdom of God to the other cities also, because for this purpose I have been sent. And he was preaching in the synagogues of Galilee. Well, two different stories that we have there before us this morning. We need to ask ourselves, A, what are these sections about? B, what are the best verses that summarize? And see what are we called to do in response to this. So the first story, uh, A, what is this about? Well, Jesus goes and he goes to Simon's house. Well, Simon's name, as you see here in the in the New King James Version subheading, Peter's Peter's house. Now, I love the King James, the New King James, for a number of reasons. But it's interesting. It says, "But Simon's wife's mother." <laughs> right? You kind of have to like do this map in your head about what this means. Right? This is mother-in-law. Right? Simon's mother-in-law is sick, and Jesus goes into the house. People bring this need to Jesus. They made requests of him concerning her. He stands over her, and he rebukes the spirit. It comes out of her, and immediately she arose and served him. So what is this about Jesus healing Peter's mother-in-law? That's how I would write it in the margin of my Bible. So I'm not deviating too much from what it says above. But it's interesting because right after this, right, we see people coming to Jesus again and again and again to get healed. But it's interesting what Jesus says in the next section, right? The sun was setting and all those who were sick with various diseases brought them to him and he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. The demons also came out many, uh, out of many crying and saying, you are the Christ, the Son of God, right? This is, we remember this from yesterday when the Spirit had said, you are the Holy One of God. And it's clear 
that Jesus is the Messiah. It's clear that Jesus is the anointed one of God, that this is the true son of David who's going to bring freedom to God's people. But it's interesting here that the people are bringing their sick, their people who are with disease, and Jesus does show them mercy. Jesus does heal them. He rebukes the spirits and he tells the spirits that they're not to, to speak, right? Because they're trying to, they're, they're not saying this out of good motives, but they're trying to ruin Jesus for some reason. Now it's interesting though in verse 42, what does Jesus do? He tries to go away. Well, we'll find this throughout, right? When we look through the Gospels, we find Jesus trying to go away. Jesus is trying often to go. Sometimes it's to go and pray. Sometimes he's trying to go and to continue his ministry elsewhere. And that's what he's trying to do here. He tries to go to a deserted place. It reminds me of when in another gospel it says, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus left and went to a desolate place or a deserted place. And there he prayed. This is often what Jesus would do. He'd find a solitary place and he would go pray. But the people, like normal, try to seek Jesus out. The people, like normal, go and they try to find him because they want more ministry. They want more for Jesus to do. But it's interesting what Jesus says. We often think of Jesus as the one who does the miracles. We think of Jesus as the one who heals people, who gives people food. But it's interesting he says that's not why he was sent. Verse 43, I must preach the kingdom of God. To the other cities also, because for this purpose I have been sent. Jesus was sent by his Father to preach the kingdom of God. Now, as the Christ, as the anointed of God, as the true son of David, as the second person of the Godhead, Jesus is able to cast out demons. Jesus is able to feed the multitudes. Jesus is able to give sight back, to give hearing back. Jesus is able to do these things, but it's not the main reason. They attested to who he was and the office he had, but he was sent to preach the kingdom of God. And so it's just interesting, right? We often think of Jesus as the one doing things, but the primary thing Jesus saw himself doing at this point in Luke's gospel is preaching, preaching the kingdom of God. So as we go through, we're going to find more of this, of Jesus preaching. And it's, it seems like Jesus is going from the synagogues and he's teaching. He's going to the people and he's preaching. He's going and he is proclaiming the kingdom of God. So we need to ask ourselves, what are we, or what are the best verses to summarize this? Well, in my Bible, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to actually underline, hmm, I'm going to highlight that second half of verse 38. And then the best verse here that I'm going to underline also is verse 43 as well as verse 41. I think those are the important passages of what this is getting at, of, of why Jesus was here and what Luke is trying to tell us, what the Holy Spirit, why he gave us these passages. So we need to ask ourselves, what are we called to do in response to these passages? Well, do you believe that the King has come? Do you believe that Jesus Christ, the only begotten of the Father, has come? 
Have you believed that the kingdom of God is at hand? Are you part of that kingdom of God? Have you been declared righteous because of your faith in Jesus Christ? Again, I mean, we, we're going to come to this again and again and again, but we need reminded of it every day. And I think I mentioned to you guys lately, I've been going through Deuteronomy chapter 6, and it's interesting what God says to the people once they're about to go into the promised land. Moses and God warn the people that when they go in, they're going to have all sorts of things. They're going to have riches. They're going to have houses. Their gold is going to be multiplied. Their silver is going to be multiplied. Their children are going to be multiplied. And it's at that point, with all the blessings overflowing, at that point, they're going to be tempted to forget their God. Brothers and sisters, we look at the Gospels every single day because we do not want to forget Jesus Christ. This is why we come to see Jesus Christ and Him crucified, to come to Jesus Christ every morning, to look upon our Savior and to hear that His primary work is about bringing about the kingdom of God. And He is that King of the kingdom of God. So, what are we called to do in response to this? Well, do you have faith in Jesus Christ? Do you have faith that he can heal you? Do you have faith that he is your king? Do you have faith that he is the one who preaches, proclaims good news, that the kingdom of heaven is at hand? Well, let's go ahead and pray. Lord, we thank you so much for this day, and we thank you for your word. We thank you so much for the risen, true Jesus Christ, our very king, Lord, we pray, Father, that you would bless us today. We pray that we would walk in the confidence of Jesus Christ. We pray that we would walk as he walked. Lord, we pray that you would conform us to his image. Let us never forget our Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if this video is helpful to you, I'd encourage you, if I've earned it, feel free to hit the thumbs up button. Or if you know that of someone who would benefit, feel free to share this video with them as well. And as you go about today, I pray that you are filled with the grace, peace, and mercy of God our Father. Bye.